Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is Dave Lisinski from Autumn Hour, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is Richard Christie, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Glenn Tipton from Judas Priest, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, everyone. This is K.K. Downing of Judas Priest, and you're listening to Talking Metal, so you know what to do. Crank it up. Hi, this is Ian Hill from Judas Priest, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Everybody, this is Rob Halford, the Metal God from Judas Priest, and you're listening to Talking Metal. I am Dan Lorenzo from the Cursed Hades Nonfiction and Who Knows What Else, and I love the show Talking Metal, which is what you are listening to right now. Hello, this is Tony Iommi, and you're listening to Talking Metal. This is Michael Grant with Endeavor Raster, and you're listening to Talking Metal. What's up, Robin X? This is Billy Milano from SOD and MOD, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Ozzy Osbourne, and you're listening to Talking Metal. <laughs> The best hard rock, the best heavy metal, Talking Metal, a podcast hosted by Mark Striegel and John Astronomy, available through iTunes and most other podcast providers. Feel the power, feel the glory, TalkingMetal.com. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. Just a reminder that you need to follow us on Twitter.com slash Talking Metal. We are constantly sending out tweets or twits or whatever you call them so definitely check us out there of course you got the myspace page myspace.com slash talking metal some cool stuff up in the video section of the myspace page Uh, john has taken our appearance on headbangers ball back a few weeks ago and uh, pulled out all the videos and and just uh, uploaded the clip onto our video page on myspace.com slash talking metal and of course the talking metal forums where we all hang out and talk metal amongst other things and then the one and only talkingmetal.com so visit us frequently online keep in touch with us online there's also a facebook club or something too which you can join which is pretty inactive but i occasionally go in there and say something so let's get into some music right off the bat here this is pantera avoid the light a little sound sample on the talking metal podcast Oh, wow. 
What you just heard was a little sound sample of Avoid the Light, a great song by Pantera. Uh, it can be found on the Dracula 2000 soundtrack. I don't believe it's on iTunes, but you can check it out. Um, Dracula 2000. Never saw the movie. The soundtrack is pretty cool, though. There's some good stuff on there. If you come across it, pick it up. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, we've had some emails about people asking us, why don't we report about this news or that news? And the reason is, you know, by the time we record these podcasts and get them up, 
uh, Blabbermouth has reported the news a week ago, you know. So if you're looking for news, go to metal news, I'm talking. Go to Brave Words, go to Blabbermouth. Uh, a good site with general music news is anti-music. They generally have updates, I think, going up one, once a day. So check those sites out for your news. Talking Metal is is not uh, a cutting-edge news show. It's a talk show. It's like you don't listen to Jay Leno to get your news. You go to CNN or Fox News or MSNBC or something like that. Not saying we're in the same league as those, but you get the idea. So if you want news, that's where you need to go. Heaven and Hell, the new album is out. The Devil You Know. It, I can't believe it only sold 35,000 copies, uh, you know, in comparison with, say, Death Magnetic, which which sold, I think, 500,000 plus in one week. Chinese Democracy, two, 240,000 in one week. I mean, these are, you know, the guys who invented the genre, Heaven and Hell, Tony Iommi, Geezer Butler, Ronnie James Dio. Uh, Vinny, who played on Mob Rules, of course, and has done a lot of great stuff with Dio. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm shocked that it hasn't sold uh, that much. Although I guess thirty five thousand in today's world is is okay, but uh, I would think that people would be more interested in music by this this great band. We actually had a discussion about this on our live show. A few weeks back, TalkingMetalLive.com is where we do those live shows. And we had a lot of great guests on that show, too. Rob Halford was one of the guests. And Billy Sheehan was another one of the guests. And they gave us some really cool interviews. I suggest you tune in to the stream. We rerun stuff on the stream, TalkingMetalLive.com. And uh, also, we repackage the interviews in podcast form here on iTunes or where, however you're getting this, this uh, podcast. So let's check out an interview with Rob Halford that John Astronomy and myself conducted just a few weeks ago in New York City. Here it is, Rob Halford. Judas Priest, and on the line we have the one and only, the metal god, Rob Halford. Rob, wow. how are you? Hey guys, good to see, speak to you all again. Hey Excellent, Rob. Rob. Great to speak with you. We are completely psyched because we received in the mail the new Resurrection live at Rio. Oh, the Blu-ray? The Blu-ray. Yes. Wow. Yeah, this is great. Uh, um... It's kind of a new technology, uh, as you probably know, in the, in the music world. It's been out for a while in the movies, but um, I've had a chance to uh, delve into it for the first time myself with that um, Rock in Rio show. And it, doesn't it look great? It looks amazing. It sounds amazing. It's that, like, super high-def experience, both visually yes. and, and listening to it. So I'm really stoked. It's, um, it's, finally, it's finally out now. Yeah, it took a while to get together because it's, it's kind of a different technical situation but it was uh had a couple of aborted launch dates but it's done now and it looks great and how involved are you technically with putting it together are you going yeah. to studios and listening to mixes and stuff like that yeah i, I you know i've got this wonderful uh, band of people that, that support me out at the phoenix office with the metal god company and so it's kind of difficult for me to to be there in person because of the 
all the other wonderful things that are going on, you know, primarily with the mighty Judas Priest. Right. So um, I, I get all the final things and, you know, for, for approval and so forth. But uh, the, the whole team deserves the, the praise for this. They, they did a fantastic job. Without a doubt. And, Rob, what I want to tell all of our listeners is that in addition to the Rock and Rio show, there's a Resurrection World Tour documentary. There's a bonus music video, Made in Hell. And then what I think is really, really cool is the live insurrection mastered with 5.1 HD audio and a slideshow. And that's got to be an amazing experience to listen to it in 5.1 with yeah, five speakers. I, yeah, you know, the, it's an it's an incredible world now, isn't it? From from when I started my career in the music business, like almost forty years ago, it, it's just like <laughs> it's like a, we're living in a different universe almost in that respect. But I just love all of these advances in technology, and, and I love to be on the, the cutting edge of all the new developments. So. Um, I'm not the only person doing this. Every, everybody's aware of, of the great things that are available out there to make, make the experience of, of listening to music and looking at music um, a whole new, di- whole new different perspective now. So, yeah, whether it's the Blu-ray or the remastering with the 5.1, um, I think we're all doing what we can to give the fans the best, um, best possible moment. And what you've done with this new version of of the Insurrection, Live Insurrection, which is on the Blu-ray DVD, is you've thrown some bonus tracks that weren't on the original Live Insurrection uh, CD back a few years ago. And I wanted to talk about some of those. One that's just really special is Rob Halford actually covers a Scorpion song with <laughs> Rudolf Schenker. It was amazing. Which is, is just, uh, sounds great, Rob. And yeah. how, you've been a Scorpions fan for a long time, I'm yeah. sure. I, I, you know, if I can kind of look into the metal memory banks, that was that that was a kind of a spur of the moment thing. Um, Rudy joined us on stage, and and uh, oh lord, how, how did this happen? I mean, I, I, I'm sure I, I'm sure we must have made contact with him, or or it was it might have been a spur of the moment thing. Not knowing us, it might have been a spur of the moment thing. Rudy showed up early in the day, and we just talked about the love that we have for for metal and rock and roll. And I've always been a hardcore Scorpions fan, and out of that, we just quickly jammed through um, a rehearsal of uh, of that song, and then we played it live that night in Germany. It's great when things like that happen. You know, it was very very un unplanned, but um, now the fans have got a chance to check it out. Definitely cool, and and so Rudolph wasn't. Uh, is he a close friend, or is he kind of just an acquaintance that you ran into there? Just, just as a musical, I mean, God, we know everybody. We know each other. You know, you know what the, what, what our world is like. We, we're all we're all great admirers and fans of, of what we all do, whether it's Scorpions or you know the Sabbath, the White Snake, I'm Leopard. It, it, it just goes on and on and on and on. Uh, we just had the great fortune of either either working with each other or crossing paths at a, you know, at a show or a truck stop or what, whatever it might be. And there's a camaraderie, you know. You can put musicians from all walks of life in a room together as strangers, and they'll end up as friends because of the the great joy and passion that we have for making music. You know, as as a as a as a way of life, it's great. 
Now, Rob, before we get into some talk about Judas Priest, yeah. I wanted to talk about something that I'm really excited about, and it's Metal God Apparel. I'm blown away by the designs that I saw on the website. Tell us about that. Thank you. Well, Mark Sasso deserves the credit there. He's, he's the main art guy behind all of those final creations. It's just something else that I've, I've been thinking about over the years, and this, is, this has been like a, almost two years putting it together actually from the initial thought process um you know we all do merchandise uh for the fans when we're on on tour or whatever what have you and um this is just a, a just a growth pattern from the, the great times that we've had with um the metal god site you know people the fans around the world buying the 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 metal god stuff so um this was just the next the next step up so it's just um it's just a new series of, of initially, uh, you know, good quality T-shirts with some really cool designs on. But we want to hopefully go into a, a broader-based clothing apparel line eventually. I don't know what that might be. I, I, I'm not setting myself up as a fashionista or anything. I just, but, you know, I just like the idea, you know. I just, I'm a T-shirt freak. I've got thousands of T-shirts. And, um, and so this was just a nice, uh, nice new adventure to see what might happen and, and the site and everything launched um yesterday cool and i know you say you don't you're not really a fashionist but in a way you you, you did kind of usher in the whole metal look that with the leather the the studs and then you know a few years later you saw guys in iron maiden and stuff wearing the same basically outfits that you had made famous a few years earlier so in a way you did kind of give us a fa fashion sense in in metal well, yeah, it was unintentional. I mean, as you know, we, we go way back in time, and Priest was was there at the launch of the whole heavy metal uh, genre, and um, we looked a lot different to how we fa finally ended up looking. But we we'd got the sound, we'd got this explosive metal sound, but we didn't quite have the the visuals locked down. So just out of experimentation, we moved into that world of the leather and the studs and it looked right i mean you know metalheads have got a have got a look and and that's it you see somebody looking like that and you know instantly the kind of music that they're into so right. yeah you, you look back at that and it's, it's great and um it's just part of the rich history of judas priest and we're we're, we're going to try and try and replicate recreate a little bit of that vibe on this upcoming um summer tour with white snake that starts july the first we're gonna do all of british steel live in concert and a bunch of other things so be able to see some of that then yeah i think that that is going to be an amazing tour i can't wait to see it and i got to tell you i don't even know if anybody remembers these things but i had probably back in 1980 something called a chubop it's a spelled c-h-u dash b-o-p-p and it was a little bubblegum record album, and British Steel was one of the maybe four or five hard rock or metal albums, and I can't believe that that was, you know, nearly 30 years ago. You know what? Um, I, re I even remember on the last two when we were out at the, on the Metal Masters with Heaven and Hell, who I've just downloaded, and I'm, I've just put... I've just took the headphones. The new record, off to, very cool. I've just took the headphones off to call you guys. I just downloaded it from iTunes. It's amazing. I love it. It's just fantastic. It's just, very cool. You know, Iami is the, the the riff master in that world, and and Ronnie sounds great, and Geezer and Carmine. It's a brilliant record. Um, I've lost the thread now. What, what, what I was talking, talking about, about. Uh, British Steel was oh yeah, the bubblegum thing. Yeah, the bubblegum thing. On on, the, on, the, on that tour, on occasion, people would 
you know, when we were doing the backstage meet and greets, people, uh, the fans would, um, would would hand out those. They're still in circulation. They they got on, in pristine condition. Some of them are as well. Wow. I mean, fans fans collect those like the like the baseball cards, that kind yeah. of thing. So they're um, they're vintage. You know, they're they're real collectible. But I distinctly remember that time. So hold on to them, buddy. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Don't put them on eBay just yet. No, no, I will <laughs> never ever do that. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, John and I had a great time seeing you guys out at Jones Beach uh, yep. last summer, and we yep. hope to see you again July 12th. You're going to be yep. coming back to Jones Beach. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So that, that Jones Beach venue is, is fantastic. And uh, if you go onto the Judas Priest site, you'll see we're, um, we're doing about 40 shows, I think, throughout all of July and most of August. And we're trying to get around to see as many of the Priest fans as we possibly can, and it'll be really cool working with David and White Snake. We did we did a tour together in um, South America a, a couple of years ago, and we had a we had a blast uh, going through um, Brazil and Argentina and Chile and a few other places. And we said then, you know, if we can do this again, let's uh, let's hook it up, and uh, the calendars work for both of us. So it'll be a real treat to see um, White Snake and Priest back to back. Absolutely, I and mean, we're going to get the the British Steel record in its entirety. Yeah. Um, which which I wanted to ask you: Are there songs? There's got to be songs like "The Rage" or even yeah. "United" that you guys haven't played in years, if ever. Yeah. Well, we talked about this. the The idea came up uh, to do the British Steel um, show uh, while we were over in Europe on this uh, on this tour that just ended with um, Maggie Death and Testament. We had the Priest Feast going over there, which was a blast. We finished that a few weeks ago, but towards the end of the tour, we were thinking about the upcoming American dates and what we could do to try and replicate the kick and the excitement of the, the Metal Masters. And although we'll never be able to, you know, get to that same place again, we thought this would be brilliant to um, to do British Steel, which the, which is celebrating its 30th anniversary next year. Right. I can't believe it, man! 30 years since British Steel came out. So we're going to start the party early and bring the show to exclusively initially to North America and Canada and play out all of British Steel in the running order of the um, of the record. It's great that you guys are actually going to do it in the running order of the record as well. I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, um, you know, there was thought, well, are they going to do it halfway through? Or are they just going to mix it up in the set list? But again, because we've never done this before, other bands have, have done it. And, and I think there's some cool things going out this summer. Like, I think um, Aerosmith are going to go out and do um, all of um, Toys in the Attic, aren't they? Um, I don't know whether David might do Slidey Tin, because I think Slidey Tin's 25 or 30. But anyway... Um, the, the 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 idea is that we'll um, we'll we'll play all of this in you know from from front to back uh, and we'll pretty much uh, we're pretty much certain that we're going to start the show with British Steel. So the first wow. thing you'll hear is Rapid Fire, and I don't think we've ever played Rapid Fire live or Steeler or The Rage or um, what's another one. Anyway, there's, there's there's three or four tracks that I don't think Priest has ever played live in concert before. Very so that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, so many great songs on that record. Yeah, the the Rage record. is just an amazing song. I love yeah. that bass line at the beginning of that. It's just Thank so killer. Yeah, it's br it's brilliant. And I, I, hadn't, li I hadn't listened to, st to British Steel forever. I remember I was, I was driving in the car from the show in Cardiff. We had a show in Cardiff in Wales, and then the last show was at the Wembley Arena in London, and it was about a three-hour drive. And... Uh, I put the headphones on and listened to British Steel for the first time 
in its entirety last year, um, and it sounded it sounded brilliant. It's a wonderful record. It's just got so much character. Tom Allen produced it, and um, you know we made it at John Lennon's former home in right. London, and it's just got a it's got a real magic feel. Uh, we were we were on a bit of a um, bit of a deadline really because in those days with with um, Columbia CBS, which is now now Sony, we, we, we were contracted to do a specific 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 amount of records in a in a certain time frame. So, I think we just got back from Japan and done the the work on Unleashed in the East, and we had to get into the writing mode for British Steel, and we just burned that out. It, I think it took about twelve weeks from from writing it to actually recording it and getting getting it ready for release, which is amazing you know so there's just there's a wonderful sense of something special happening on that record and and british steel was definitely the 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 release that um created a solid foundation for priests all over america so it means a lot to a lot of people in this country so you'll you'll come out on stage you'll play that record straight through and then we'll still probably get at least another i'm guessing 45 50 minutes of of priest classics and maybe some rare gems and stuff like that yeah we haven't really decided what what else we're going to do but i think i think the buzz that we're going to be performing some you know, songs for the first time is making us think about what else is that, that we can do like that. You know, or or you know, dust off some songs from the previous tours and back catalogue that we may have not um, played out live. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be uh, again, and you know, another kick for the band to to do something a little bit different on this upcoming um, American tour. Excellent, absolutely. Now, there's a song that I want to talk about that is not on British still, but it's it's a classic that I just love, and I, I'll tell you. Before I tell you the title of it, how it came about, Mark and I, as you know, you know, did the Talking Metal Jams on our television show, yeah. and that led into us putting together a live version of that where it was called Screaming Metal, and we decided what tunes are we going to do. We want to do all great classic metal tunes, and Saints in Hell is my favorite yeah, we song jammed that, that we oh, jammed. It was so much fun. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd love to do that song live. I think I mentioned that to Kai Kai. Somewhere in Germany on on that last tour, I was going through my, you know, I've got all these iPods and um, I've got one iPod that's just full of Priest and I was I was listening to, um, I had it in, in shuffle mode actually, which is a great way to listen to your favourite artists and um, Science in Hell came up and that's a, gr- what a, what a great riff that is. It's such an unusual riff, it. you know, down, 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 down. Yeah. It's just a really cool riff. Um so, um, yeah, who knows? That might be in the upcoming uh, set list. Wow, very cool. Amazing. Now, Rob, I know you're a big movie guy, and uh, I wanted to ask you if you have seen The Wrestler. No, but I'm looking at it in front of me now because I went to Borders um, last night and I got uh, The Wrestler, I got um, Frost versus Nixon, and I got this incredible um, DVD that I was... I've been trying to get for ages. It's Les Paul chasing sound. It was a PBS Great. special. Yeah, I helped uh, with the promotion because uh, I do some consulting for Gibson Guitars and okay. uh, work with them on that. Well, you know, uh, I saw that on PBS a year or so ago, and I was blown away. I mean, Les Paul is just the god. You know, I mean, he invented double tracking, you know, multi tracking. Um, he invented home recording. He was the first guy to take a reel to reel tape on the road with him. He's a, he's a living legend, you know, absolutely fantastic. Definitely. So, yeah, um, 
but uh, what was your question again? I was going to ask if you've seen The Wrestler, oh, which no, you said you've not yet. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to watch it probably tonight or tomorrow night. But, yeah, you know, I, I love going to the movies. Like, I'll be there to see Wolverine, and I'll be there to see Star Trek, and I'll be there to see um, the new Terminator on the big screen. Right, you know? yeah, definitely. But there are, there are some movies, like this wrestler, I specifically waited for to... To uh, to get home and you know watch it uh, in a different uh, a different mode. But uh, Mickey Rourke is a wonderful guy. I mean, I, I had the opportunity to do a really little bit part in that Spun movie. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. About. Yep. So to see him to see him elevated again is is wonderful. He's an incredibly talented actor. Cool, and he actually does like hard rock and and metal music, right? Yes, he is. He's, he's a he's a he's a fan. I mean, the first time I met him, he was like, "Oh yeah, British Steel." I'm like, "You kidding me?" He goes, "No, you know, I love the priest and I'm, you know, love metal and hard stuff." So, it kind of goes with his uh, with his life, really. You know, that that sure. time when he stepped away and went into professional boxing for a while. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of. A lot of um, MMA people and UFC people are all hardcore metal fans. You know, they get the buzz from that type of um, experience before they get in the ring. Definitely. Now, we've been talking a lot about Judas Priest tonight, but I did want to ask you, will there ever be another full-length Helford? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to do it. I mean... My plate is so full with wonderful things that I do with Priest. Priest will always lead my life. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a lucky guy that I've got the opportunity to have these other things that I do on the side, so to speak. The fans keep asking me for it, so um, I would like it to happen at some point. I just don't know when. Cool. Now, this is going to sound, and I don't know if anybody's even going to get this, but uh, like the Chris Farley show on Saturday Night Live with Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh, God, I've got, I've, got that, um, I've got that DVD. Okay, so you know, it's, Farley, for, yeah. for all you other guys, everybody, Mark's you remember, you remember when you did it? You remember that? Yeah, you remember when you were in the, you were in the Beatles? You remember that? Yeah. I was talking to Paul McCartney, yeah. but I was going to say, this is my Chris Farley show moment. Yeah. Jones Beach Nostradamus yeah. tour. When you came out with that silver cape and hood, <laughs> I thought that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I that love was my, it. Yeah, my heavy metal Gandalf look. <laughs> that was great. And you left that on for like the whole song. You must. It have was amazing. Like I didn't even know if you could see it that way. No, it was. You know that. I, this really cool guy that's worked with Priest for years and years and years. Um, it's an Australian guy. His name is Ray Brown, and. Um, Going back to the 80s, he dressed Priest, Motley Crue, Bon Jovi, Cinderella. He, he dressed everybody, and he's still around. He's got his own company. If you go to Ray Brown on Google, his name, he's got a company out of London now. But he still does stuff for, for the band. And um, that was just a last-minute thing that we knocked together in about 10 minutes, you know. Oh, that's over amazing. At, over at his place, before he was in Phoenix at the time, he's moved to London now. But um, I was over in his fa- uh, place mooching around his um, his room that he, you know, makes all the clothes and stuff in and found a roll of that stuff. And I'm like, Ray, he goes, well, I said, make me a big cloak out of this right now. And uh, he put it <laughs> together in about 20 minutes. But it looks good, you know. It's part of the... Um, that's part of the great things that we love to do in Priest. We like to put on a show, and including that is, of course, is, is all the costumes and stuff that we wear. Amazing. And you know what, Rob, one of the things I just wanted to just thank you on behalf of Talking Metal for just everything that you've done for us. You, When we were just a starting out podcast, you you came, you met with us at a diner in New York City, and we had lunch. Yeah, I remember that. That I was amazing. That. And, yep. and you appeared on our TV show. And yep. and I told the guys earlier that if, if nothing ever happens to me again, I could just die happy knowing that you did the music for our pilot episode and, and sang a song about Talking 
Twisting Metal, and I just wanted to thank you because I think it was the coolest thing anybody's ever done. For well, I, appreciate, metal. I appreciate that. We're all together, you know. I've, I've talked a lot about what we call the metal community, and that, and, and that's a really sincere reference to what all of us do. We're, we're all doing the same thing, which is supporting the metal scene, you know, whether you're in a band or whether you do the great work that you guys do, whether it's the magazines. You know, it's all radio. It all connects. We're all part of, of, of being united and keeping the metal alive. Well, thank you, Rob. Yeah. Well, thank you, Rob, for joining us on Talking Metal once again, and we cannot wait to see you this summer at Jones Beach. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure, and thanks for doing what you do, and we'll uh, we'll see you on the road. Thank Great. you so much, Rob. And All this... right, see ya. Bye. 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 This is The Rage by Judas Priest off of British Steel.
great stuff. Um, you can always check out, like Rob talked about, his clothing company. Again, if you go to TalkingMetal.com, today's show notes, you, of course, will see links to his clothing company. Uh, hopefully, we'll have links up there, too, to uh, where you can buy the, uh, the Blu-ray disc. Great stuff. Let's get into some music right now. This is I by Witch. just heard was I by Witch, a song that came out last year. Support those guys. Go pick up the song online, or if you still got a CD store, go uh, buy the the disc in your CD store. I still, you know, enjoy having physical music. I've been really into vinyl lately, which has been uh, a lot of fun getting back into vinyl. Actually, I never really got away from it. I, I was more, I would always pick up used vinyl, but now I'm actually buying new releases on vinyl again, which is interesting. We're going to get into some music by a great band called Autumn Hour. Our friend Alan Tecchio, who sings with us in Screaming Metal, has a great, should I call it, real band, In they don't do covers, So uh, and they're called Autumn Hour. And you guys know Alan from Nonfiction, from Hades, and you have to know him also from Autumn Hour. The new album, which is up on iTunes, again, use those links in today's show notes. It'll open up your iTunes and take you right to uh, to the songs. Uh, the new album is, is up on iTunes. It's called Dethroned Autumn Hour. We're going to get into a song right now called Every Day, which features some, uh, I guess, guest vocals from Ryoko, and her her band is called Echo Stream. You can check them out on myspace.com slash echo stream. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's some great music. So we'll, we'll check out the song right now with Ryoko, and then we'll hear an interview with Autumn Hour's drummer, Dave, and then we'll get into some more new Autumn Hour music and close out the show. 
support these guys. They are a independent band working hard, making some great music. Let's show them some love by going and buying, if not the full album, at least a few tracks, okay? This song is called Every Day, and then we're going to be joined by Dave from Autumn Hour. Seems every day I'm just a little further from
Hey, it's Mark of Talking Metal, back at Dingbats with Dave Lisinski of Autumn Hour. Dave, how are you? Good, good. Good to see you again, man. Thank you so much for jamming Wrathchild with us back uh, about six weeks ago here at Dingbats. That was a great night. Oh, it was great. It was packed, and uh, I don't get to sing that often in, in front of a, a pretty large crowd, so it, it was a lot of fun for me. Cool. Now, let's talk about what's going on tonight. This is the first Autumn Hour gig. Is it the only Autumn Hour gig? No, we plan on, on doing a lot to uh, support the record when it comes out. Cool. So, will you be touring or just selected gigs here and there? Yeah, I think we're going to do, you know, kind of weekend warrior stuff, you know, try to set things up and hit different markets over the weekend. And then, uh, you know, if we can get a a festival or anything like that, we'll definitely go for it at that point. So, so Dave, tell me when the actual album comes out. It comes out May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, and uh, I'm I'm really excited for it. It came out really well. We're already getting great response from uh, from the MySpace stuff and the YouTube stuff and the little little leaks that we've done already. They sound great. Yeah, from from the Talking Metal crew, too. We think the album sounds just wonderful. I mean, this is a... Real production. The uh, let's talk about the production. Who produced it? Okay, this guy John. He uh, he did it up in New City. We call him J Rod. Um, he's excellent. He did uh, some vocal production on the uh, new Exodus record, and uh, he's a guitar player himself. A really good guitar player. He's in a, a side project with uh, Rob Dukes uh, of Exodus actually, and uh, he just he really went all out for us, and he and he uh, you know in terms of production time and just really getting good sounds for us, you know, and, and, you know, for the amount that, you know, the budget of the record and everything, I mean, it came out phenomenal. Now, on the record, are you doing harmony vocals, or are you just strictly doing drums? What are you doing on the record? I'm doing drums, I'm doing some harmonies, but Alan did most of his his own harmonies. I do a few here and there, and then I do whatever death metal uh, growls you hear on the record. Oh, cool. And let's talk about your history with Alan you were in Hades. Can you tell us when you joined Hades, uh, how you got involved with Dan Lorenzo and Alan Tecchio? Okay, um, well, me and Alan were roommates. Actually, Dan had moved out, and I had moved into the same apartment that him and Al were living in, and we were roommates for a while, and they were talking about getting Hades back together, and Alan had come across the kitchen basically into my room one day. It was probably around like 97, 98, and he just said, you know, hey, man, what do you think about playing drums for Hades? And I was already a fan um, so it was it was an easy yes for me, and uh, that we, we we went from there and we self financed uh, that Save Yourself record and then shopped it after it was done in hopes of a deal and Metal Blade signed us and uh, we went from there. Cool. What year are we talking here? It's uh, ninety seven, ninety eight. Very cool. And the Autumn Hour stuff. Let's talk about how that came together. Um, well, Alan had this acoustic project going on with our guitar player Justin. And then they decided they wanted to take it to another level, and they started jamming out with a band. And they actually had a different drummer, uh, but they had Clint on bass. And then the drummer couldn't make it one night, and they were rehearsing at my studio. So he was like, oh, would you mind filling in? I filled in. We had amazing chemistry, and we just decided to keep playing from there. And pretty much every other week we were writing you know, a new song or two, and uh, things moved along fast. I think we wrote this whole record and started recording within three months. Wow. And where is the best place that people can get in touch with you guys online? Um, well, we definitely have the MySpace, uh, myspace.com slash autumn hour. Um, we have like a YouTube channel. 
Um, I'm sure all the other guys have their own personal MySpace. Uh, I don't. Uh, it's like another job for me, so I've chosen not to do that. But that's probably the best the best way to get in touch with us. And uh, our guitar players on there, you know, a couple times a day, checking it out, moderating it, everything. You will have links up from the MySpace page where people can go buy this. Uh, do you know if it'll be on iTunes? Yeah, actually, it's already on. Uh, pre- you can pre-order it from Amazon or Target. Um, it'll be worldwide uh, download on that date as well. You know, iTunes, a couple other markets. I don't have all the information on it yet, but it, it should be pretty easy to find and locate. And we're definitely going to have links for that. So, in between in between Autumn Hour and Hades. What projects have you been up to and what bands have you been in? Can you fill the Talking Metal listeners in a little bit about, you know, what your history has been? After uh, Hades, I, I took, like, some time off from bands, and I, I opened up uh, rehearsal studios. I spent a lot of time playing drums on my own, just working on my chops, jamming with different people, different projects. Um, I did a couple records for people, nothing nothing big, more like indie bands and that needed a drummer and tracks and things here and there. And I actually was doing a lot of vocals for people guest spots and little things like that um but never really anything serious until now i kind of was stepped away from the band situation for a while you know just guest appearances and that was it very cool and by the way we did all our rehearsals uh or most of our rehearsals for screaming metal uh the show that we uh, dan lorenzo and alan tecchio ron lipnicki john astronomy john astronomy and myself did we did most of those rehearsals at dave's studio the rehearsal studio is, is called Factory Studios. Now, is there a website for Factory Studios? No, actually, we've, we've pretty much uh, kept everything word of mouth. I mean, with all the history I have with bands, we have our East Rutherford location has um, 18 rooms. Our Clifton has 30-something. You know, we have monthly and hourly rooms. Um, you know, if, if it's okay, uh, I give them the phone number if they want. Sure, go for it. Okay, great. It's, uh, you can call us at 201 964 3644. Leave us a message. Let us know what you need. Uh, I'll help anybody out. Excellent. We'll have a great show tonight, Dave, and we will uh, look forward to purchasing the Autumn Hour CD, Dethroned, on Cinco de Mayo, May 5th. I know that day well. It's my nephew's birthday, so uh, let's uh, let's hook up again when you guys... Uh, so let's plan to hook up again after the record has been released and we can talk about how it's doing and uh, talk about where Autumn Hour is at at that time. Thanks so much, Mark. I appreciate it. Get an ID from me, too, saying your name and you're from Autumn Hour and you're listening to Talking Metal. This is Dave Lesinski from Autumn Hour, and you're listening to Talking Metal.